What's going on, everybody? Sorry about that. Sorry about the weird start to today's episode of the Kofuzi Run Club live stream trivia Tuesday for today. Hope you guys are doing well. It's 3 p.m. or a little bit after 3 p.m. here in Chicago on Tuesday, May 19th. I got that right. All right. Awesome. Yeah, now it's working. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, good to see everybody here. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, it is a cloudy day. It was supposed to be a little bit nicer of a day today, I think, but... Um, it's just super foggy still and overcast. It wasn't supposed to rain during my run, but I got rained on not that bad, but a little bit today. So that was a little bit of a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. I'm gonna try again going without the hat on for today, but we'll see how much the hair bothers me. It's getting really long and um, and really floppy. It just frustrates me all the time. And the mustache is getting long too. I've got some uh, mustache trimmers that are, should be arriving either today or tomorrow. Like a, not just a mustache trimmer, but like a facial hair trimmer. So I think I'm going to use that and try to keep everything a little bit more clean. Because, I mean, having like a quarantine mustache is one thing, but I think I need to work on this a little bit. Anyway, good to see everybody here today. Uh, I got, I saw Martha's in here. Matthew Shea's coming in from Nebraska. John Harris, young trainer. Kevin Sumrall, awesome, good to see everybody. Kevin asks, am I still using the Stride FootPod and would I recommend it? I am still using the Stride FootPod. I use it on every run. It annoys me when I forget it uh, and I very rarely forget it. Um, and there were a couple of shoes where I couldn't figure out a way to get the FootPod on there because of the way the shoe was designed and it really annoyed me. And so uh, it's something that I really love having. I admit that I've been primarily using it for pace and distance data only almost exclusively but in my next marathon training block i think i'll be using it more to help guide some of my interval training because i've been heart rate training but that's not always so uh it's not like responsive enough when you're talking about like doing like uh fart licks or interval not always um you're relying a lot on feel when you're doing heart rate training and doing like speed work so uh, i'm trying to use the foot pod so i can get power data and that'll tell me more accurately like how hard am i working if i'm working hard enough or too hard that kind of thing um blaz grabnar says hello was waiting for you to start you know i had made a thumbnail for this one today and the whole plan was to make the thumbnail get it uploaded to youtube so that way it would be like ready and that way there's a place for everyone to kind of like meet so you don't have to like wait for me to start the live stream you could just go and be there for when it starts and then i think this, the day got away from me and having not not uh not a great day at home i've been uh um i've been very very obviously running into my limitations as a teacher of certain things and uh it was, i was getting frustrated and i was not um directing that energy in the most productive ways and so i got to take a step back and and breathe a little bit and um remember what the ultimate goals are and the ultimate goals are to to make sure that my daughter learns um, and not get in her way of learning, which I feel like I was today. So I'm working on it, working on it. Um, I'm new, uh, I mean, I've, I've been teaching for a long time, but I teach uh, young adults or not so young adults. So it's very different. Um, so it's a very different approach too. Uh, Cody Davis says, talking about Mexico, Mexican food the other day got me to make a cheese and refried bean taco. It's good, it's good. I had. Um, a frequent dish that I'll make for lunch when I don't like know what else to make is um, like either refried beans or just regular beans. Um, microwave them in a bowl with some cheese and then once that's done, um, I microwave, got everything like warm and melted. 
then put some um, salsa on top, and then just make like it's like a bean dip. And so I just eat that with a bunch of tortilla chips. And so that's a, like a very quick, very simple snack that I like to eat. Sometimes I eat it as like a lunch. Um, Rainer Kane says, I'm a new fan who is getting into running. Any tips? I would say, you know, um, based on that, there's not a lot to go off on there. But I will say welcome. Uh, it's great. One of the great things about running, uh, one of the great tips I can give you about running is to find a community that will support you in your running. And I think hopefully you found it here. Uh, the other thing I would generally say to people is to run today so you can run tomorrow. So don't overdo it in the beginning. I say in the, mid in the middle too, after you've been running for a long time, is don't overdo it then either. Uh, because I think, especially with beginners though, what's very tempting is, especially after a couple of days of running, you're like, oh, I'm getting good at this. And then you go out and have a real hard day. And then you find, oh, the next day I'm like, oh, I'm really sore. Maybe I'll take today off. And then you take two days off. And then maybe that turns into three. And then all of a sudden you've like lost your habit. And so uh, the idea is to run today so you can run tomorrow so you can build good habits. Because habits are hard to break, good or bad. Uh, Kurt Steege says, yo, what's going on? Ross Ball says, hello from Scotland. Uh, Ennis Dunbar says, enjoyed the video on Strava today. I've tried a month subscription. Yeah, I think I'm going to try it just to see what I'm missing. I've never really felt com incredibly compelled to, to try the subscription. But I don't know if it made, I, I, you know, like I edited the video really quickly this, this morning. But I went into, I think I cut it out. But there's been, it, it was something that has always been like my perennial for the last two years. It was going to be my like New Year's resolution video. I was going to, I think the free trial was going to be like, it used to be 14 days or maybe 28 days or something like that. Do the trial. And then at the end of the trial, like give my like, you know, thoughts on it, if it's worth it. Um, or to do that like, like around Thanksgiving so that if people wanted to gift a subscription to someone, they could do that. Um, so to get either the New Year's resolution people or the holiday gift people, I always thought like that'd be a, an interesting video to make. I always ended up never doing it because it wasn't that interesting. But you know, it's like, uh, it's an app that I've been using for 8,000 miles. So it's been all, I've been there a while. So um, I do kind of feel like I should um, pay something to it because I have been really enjoying having it there. That being said, like, you know, like if it, if I didn't have it there, I, I mean, I still keep track of my mileage separately in Excel because uh, the shoe mileage tracking isn't always accurate for some reason. Um, I've, I've noticed a lot of issues with that and um, I'm not sure exactly why that is, but I always keep track of my mileage separately as well. But I do like having the fact that like, no matter what device I, I'm using, like it automatically pushes up to Strava and then how I keep track of my mileage separately is by going to my Strava and like, you know, transcribing from there the data um, to keep track of how many miles I have on each shoe. Um, let's see. Uh, Matt Kewening says, hey man, finally catching you live. Awesome. Glad to have you here. He says, I still have to run today. Short four miles. It sounds like fun. That's a fun distance to, to be running. Hope you have a good run. Steve says, evening. Hope you're having a great day. Glad to be back out after a rest. Awesome. He ran in the React Infinity Turbo Edition. <laughs> Insoles from the Peg Turbos as original ones disintegrated after 100 miles. That's interesting. That's interesting. I would have thought that the Infinity uh, insoles would have lasted a longer time, more than 100 miles. But interesting. Um, let's see. Jonathan Jog says, he's back for the Daily Dose of Kahoozie. Good to see you back again here, Jonathan. Uh, and Scott says, second time I'm seeing you for the day. Uh, I know, I mean, 
Some of you guys are, have been showing up twice a day, and I apologize because you're probably hearing a lot of the same stories twice. Uh, and you got to be getting sick of me at this point. But I'm so glad to have you guys here. Good to see you again, Scott. Um, hamstring is sore. Ooh. Hopefully that doesn't become something big and just uh, a little time off will, will do it. Super Schmoltz says, hi, hope Mr. Two-Year-Old sleeps a little while longer so he can actually listen today. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you can't, you know, then there's always kind of, you can watch it later, but it's good to have you here, Super Schmoltz. Um, I used to, there was a po there, like a theme that I used to post on my social medias when I, my kids were younger. Um, like whenever they were sleeping, I would just, uh, I had a hashtag that I had called, uh, thank God for sleeping babies. And what it was is like anytime like the kids were sleeping in like a stroll or something, my wife and I would hurry up and go get a beer somewhere. And so it'd be pictures of me and my wife drinking beers or pictures of me, me and my wife's beers um, with the napping baby or like the stroller, you know, just because it's like, it's so nice when they sleep. It's so nice when they sleep. And then the thing is when they were sleeping, I'd be like, oh, I can't wait to play with them when they wake up. Uh, <laughs> um, Adam Anderson says, good afternoon. Awesome. Alfredo Pliego says, what's going on, Kofuzi? Uh, Greg Adahar says, doing, your, my, doing the live podcast right now in the background while he works. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, Kurt says he's been on work call since 9 a.m., so a quick break for the next call in 30 minutes. So your break from all day of work calls is to jump on a, like a, a, basically a Zoom meeting. <laughs> That's pretty funny, Kurt. And I'm flattered that you would spend your break uh, from calls that way. Thank you. Um, let's see. Uh, that running guy says morning and evening, everybody. Awesome. All right, let's get to the trivia for today. Today's theme for today's trivia is marathons. And... Um, the trivia, there's no, there's no points, there's no scoring, there's no prizes. It's just, uh, just for fun, just to help the conversation going. The theme for today is marathons. And so um, I think I've asked marathon trivia questions before. And I think I've asked some like ones that are similar to this before. But hopefully some of them are at least a little bit new and uh, will be at least interesting for, for some of you guys. And if you've heard them before, I apologize. I'm trying not to recycle these too much, but I felt like, you know, Trivia Tuesday is kind of the new thing here. Last week we did pizza. This week I feel like we had to do like a running one. So I'm doing marathons for, for the subject for today. All right, here's the first question. Um, let's see. The first question is, the first organized marathon was in Athens for the 1896 Olympics. How long was it? So that's the question. How long of a marathon was the first marathon that was held in Athens in 1896? That's the question. All right, let's see what else is here while some answers coming in. Um, let's see. Uh, John Harris says, for your hair, you could try a headband. That's, yeah, you know, I always look weird with a headband. I've tried it before. Plus, my hairline is receding. So a headband like exact, makes that look more receding. Although with the way I cut my hair before and the way it's grown out now, it very much looks like I've got a headpiece or like a hairpiece, you know. But this is all very thick hair. At least what's left of it is very thick, scra scraggly hair. All right. So we got some answers coming in here. Ross Paul says 21 miles. Tom Anderson says 26 miles dead. Kirstie says things are around 23 or 24. A lot of answers in like the 25 to 20. Taco Chef says 22. Donovan Hornbeck's 42K. Josh Trapain says 25. The answer that I have is 40K. 40K. Um, Kevin Scott says twice half its distance. That's correct. That is correct. Technically correct. Um, Carlos Perez says every Googling question. Hey, you know, I mean, if you want to Google the answers, that's cool. But, you know, if you're going to Google the answer, at least give everyone else a chance to, to give 
wrong answers or incorrect, intentionally incorrect answers. I'm a big fan of intentionally incorrect answers. People that take me to like, people that really enjoy trivia generally regret bringing me because I don't know the answer a lot and um, I'll just make up answers. And it, for people that like are into it, they don't appreciate that for some reason. Anyway, but it was 40 kilometers, which makes a lot of sense to me. You know, it's a nice round number, 40K. It should either be 40K or 50K. That like 50K sounds like a, what a marathon should be. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying we should make marathons longer. Well, may, maybe, um, uh-oh, Tom Anderson's co an audio glitch. Maybe I'm, I'm not peaking too much. I'm talking too loud today. Um, that, I think that was the problem the last time is that my levels are too high and I was pop, I was, pe I was, I was peaking. All right, so, all right, audio, okay. So hopefully, um, hmm, is the sound okay? Sounding better? Okay, sound is broke, I, have no, I did have no idea. The audio's not working, it's stuck. Oh, okay, um, hmm. Freaky, what's going on? I wonder what's happening. It looks okay to me. Um, yeah. Uh, for those people listening on the podcast, it says that um, everyone's saying that like the audio is out and um, it is um, like looping somehow. Huh. Interesting. Uh, so when the thing comes back, the last thing we heard was throw it out now. Hmm. Kofizi, there's an audio problem. I don't know what's going on. Turn everything off and restart. Let's just do this. Here's what we'll do for, I'm gonna turn that mic off. Go, just abandon the soundboard for today. Let's see. Does it, all right. Um, everyone's saying, Bub Tub saying the, sound, the saboteur is Jameson Michael. Is it, is it working now? Okay, so I disconnected uh, my soundboard. The, the mic right now is just gonna be the mic from the iPad itself. So hopefully we can deal with it for today, but I'm sorry about that. And I didn't know, I didn't realize for a long time, you guys were just telling me and telling me. Okay, audio's back, all right. Okay, so we got it fixed. So 40K, um, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that and see what that loop was. Let's see, I'll figure out how to do that. Maybe I'll put that as like the end music one time. Maybe that'll be the new end music, you know, because uh, I love the end music for the videos, but um, it's uh, music that I've used uh, a long time ago. I picked it up from like uh, one of those, you know, uh, free copyright music type of websites. And what's been happening over the last couple of years is that every single one of those videos is getting claimed by someone on behalf of some other party that sounds totally like illegitimate. But then again, it's like, I got the song off of like, I downloaded it off of some link on YouTube. So um, I think eventually I'm gonna need to switch out the music to something else. I just don't know when that's gonna happen or how I'm gonna do that or how I'm gonna pick that, but we'll see. All right, okay. <laughs> everyone's, in, everyone's feeling feisty now. <laughs> now it just feels like, like how, do, how do I compete with that? Like the trivia questions are just gonna be boring compared to that now. <laughs> um, all right, Kurt says, is anyone still hearing it restart the stream? Oh man, that's annoying. Uh, John Harris says, you could get some music person to turn it into a lo-fi type of beat. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, my, my friend, um, the one I was talking about yesterday who introduced me to Fridge Tacos, 
he's the one that he is a musician uh, and uh, he does electronic music so like um, he definitely could do that I even I've had one of his songs I've had two of his songs in videos before um, a long time ago but yeah so Dave Phillips is so how long was a marathon the first marathon in 1896 was 40k uh, yeah so that's the answer 40k which I think makes a lot of sense um, I feel like 50k also makes a lot of sense and not to say that I want marathons to be longer but maybe if uh, you know if it, uh, now that like well I guess he hasn't officially broken it Elliot broke two hours but if every, anyone ever breaks two hours in an official like marathon then maybe they should change the distance to 50k to keep pushing that uh, you know the goalpost further out I'm not seriously advocating for that but like I really like the round number of 40k because it's just like uh, you know when a half marathon is 21k which makes no sense because then if there were 40k then the 20k half like the 20k like championships in the US would make sense as a race right um, so I just it's a distance that makes more sense um, and Raymond Galicia says it was the distance between Marathon and Athens. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's my understanding. <laughs> Martha says, oh, please, let's not make marathons longer. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, Raymond said it made it to longer in 1908 to 42K to make it end in the grandstand. Dude, you took that. That's the question number two. Um, so I'm assuming you know the answer to that. But the question is, what city's marathon was the first to be 42.195? kilometers or 26.2 miles and so I'm guessing you know the answer to that um, and you know the way that I understand that that story for question number two is like what city made it the current standard distance uh, yes uh, to finish in front of the Queen's box but I think you know I've heard that before to finish in front of the Queen's box but I was looking it up some more again and they were saying that it I think it always finished at the Queen's box I think the the thing that I read today it was on Wikipedia, I think. So I'm not, no, no. It was on a History Channel website about the history of the marathon. And they were saying that it, I, they made it sound like it, it always finished at the Queen's Box. And I could be wrong about this. But they made it, it became 42.195K because they wanted to start somewhere else so that the royal children could watch the start from the nursery. So that's like the new like twist on that that I heard today. So I think a lot of people, everyone already knew that. Not maybe not everyone. Sorry, but I didn't give anyone else a chance to like really answer that question. But uh, since Raymond had already like pretty much knew the anticipated the next question, um, I figured we'd get that one out there. Um, Frank Lahulia says 50k is already in the Olympic. Is it really? That's a that's the race walk distance, though, right? There's not a running event that's 50k, is there? Um, Kurt says the 26.2 distance was from Windsor Castle to the Olympic Stadium. And it had to end in front of the royal box. That's why the point two came in. Mm, interesting. Um, hmm, yeah. And then the additional fact that I wanted to add is that um, that was in 1908, which really wasn't that long from the 1896 uh, marathon in Athens. But it wasn't like, I guess, I don't know. It says it was f like uh, formalized as the 42.195 uh, in 1921. I don't know who would have decided that, but that's when it was like decided that that's what marathon equals from now on so yeah martha says wasn't there something about the queen of england wanting it yes the royal the royals were involved i'm not sure exactly where but yes it was in the london marathon 1908 was the first one to make it that distance but i think that there were others that were not that distance in the interim because they said it was formalized in 1921 which makes me think there must have been some that were like no we've got the marathon distance at 40k and someone else was like no 
we've got it at 42.195. That makes much more sense, right? And Kurt says it was won by Johnny Hayes of the US. Ah, now that's trivia. Awesome work. I didn't know that. Um, see, Kurt says like, yeah, it, was at, it started at Windsor Castle. That's right, that's right, awesome. No, don't worry about it, Raymond's apologizing. Don't worry about it, that's awesome. You're just one step ahead of me, awesome. Yeah, Jody Run says the 50K in the Olympics is the race walk. Um, Steve says, damn you, point two. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Kurtz, says, it's a really interesting story because the reason it really became the distance is because of the race itself. Yeah. Uh, Cody says, my sister wanted to start running. Yesterday I had her run as far as she could, which was a few minutes. Then I had her run 30 seconds, walk on 30. Is that okay? Any suggestions appreciated? Yeah, I think a lot of run walking is a great way to do it. Uh, I think focusing on time is a great way to introduce people to, to running, not to worry about distance so much. Although I will say for people like me, like having like to say like I did two miles today or I did a mile today, I feel like will be a real good like encouragement. And so I would still probably, if you have the capability, track you know how far you're going, but not really worry about time and try not to compare it to other people. But, um, you know, if you're trying to get someone to get into it, uh, a lot of run walking is a great way to get kind of the aerobic strength build up as the body starts to get used to the different kind of impact. So I think that's a great way to do it. That's awesome. And it's glad that you're helping your sister out. Very cool. Um, wow. Kirstie said he came into the stadium and collapsed the one winner of the 1908 marathon and he had to be helped across the line. Awesome. Motivation Theory Run says, I can never run just six. I always have to add the point two to make it a 10K. I do the same thing. Because I'm like, if you run six miles, why don't you just run 10K? So I run, I try to run 6.2. Like, that bothers me. Like, running six versus 6.2 bothers me more than running 5.99 miles. You know. But these days, you know, I've kind of gotten over, like, rounding up the number. I don't really do that anymore because I just feel like, ah, I'll make it up another day. You know, I'll get it somewhere else. Unless it's like, if, I, if I'm at like 19 something, there's no, almost no way you're gonna get me to stop at 19 something. I'll go, I'll round that up to 20. I like to have that, that 20 mark. Um, wow, Kirstie, you know a lot about the, that London Marathon, awesome. All right, let's go to question three because uh, we're, we're, we're getting into it real late with that audio glitch that we had. So we talked about so far how the first uh, marathon was 40K, then it became 42K. Now let's talk about another marathon that is neither 40 or 42K, the Comrades Marathon. About how long is that one? I think it varies from year to year, depending on the course exactly. So I'll, get, I'll take any answers that are in the vicinity. But it's not 40, it's not 42K. What do you think is the distance of Comrades Marathon South Africa. Um, <laughs> motivation theory running says, it drives me crazy on Strava when I see you not do the last point one. I, I, I know it drives people crazy, but I've just gotten over it at this point, and I like to, um, I just leave it there. And, and then sometimes at this point when I'm close, I'm, I'll be like, I'm just gonna leave it there just to kind of poke the bear and see who gets annoyed. <laughs> All right, we got a lot of answers. We've got 100 max power coming in with 100K. That's a great answer from that username. Awesome. Tobias tells us is 56 miles, which I only know the answer in kilometers. So I'm not sure. I don't know if that's right. John Harris says 60K. That's not it. Jody Run says 88K-ish. That's kind of the answer that I'm looking for. 
the answer that I have down is 89. I've looked at some of the previous races and some years they race, race it down and some races they race it up, right? That's my understanding. I'm, I'm not that familiar with Comrades, but my favorite is that like, it's the, um, the marathon that I bring up every time someone's like, someone asked me how long my marathon was this weekend. And I'm like, well, I mean, some marathons are not 26.2. Um, but I've seen it at 92, I've seen it at 89, I've seen it at 90. So anywhere in that area, I will accept as a correct answer. So Jody Runs got it, and Cody had it at 90K, Jason Lee, 90K, Jeff Elliott, 50 miles. What does 50 miles equal? That's not 90. Is it 90? No, no. I don't know. Is that 90K? Maybe it's 50 miles. Blaz Grabnar with 45K, Mr. Germs at 50. No, those are not it. Uh, Brendan came with 88k. That, I'll take that. Louis Becerra had 89. That was the answer that I was looking for. <laughs> CV76 says one dollar. I mean, you didn't go over. That's for sure. Good. That's a very good guess. Super small says 89 to 90k. Very good. Excellent. Um, yeah, Jeff Elliott says no. He knows it reverses each year. One up, one down. I didn't realize that until this morning. But that is an event that I would like to do. I don't know like that I'm capable of doing it, but it just sounds like so much fun. I like the name of it, Comrades, too. And the fact that it's a marathon that's not 26.2, I like that as well. Um, John Harris doing the math for us. 89K equals 55.3 miles. So everyone that said about 50 miles or 55 miles, I'll take it. That's right. Um, let's see. Frank LaHoulier says Barkley marathons. And that is actually the next question. Um, not how long is a Barkley marathon, though. We'll get to the next question. Question number four for today is how long is what's considered the fun run at the Barkley marathons? So um, I think everyone, most people probably know that the Barkley Marathons is about 100 miles, but I think most people probably know that it's usually a little bit longer than 100 miles too. And so um, what is the fun run? I think a lot of you guys are going to get this one. I think I made these too easy today. I didn't want to get like super trivia-y, like who came in third at like the Hamburg Marathon in 2012. You know, I didn't want to do that. Um, although I bet you someone here would know that. But, um, man, everyone got this perfect. Man, you guys nailed it. <laughs> Cody Davis says, Barkley equals psycho. I think that's probably true. But the fun run at the Barkley Marathon is three loops, or about 60 miles. So, well done. Uh, Blaz Grabner says, Comrades Marathon, not my win, it's our win. That sounds good. That sounds cool. My daughter is getting a little bit antsy today. Um, Sebastian Barahona says, hey, Kofuzi, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm always hungry on my recovery days, more so than the days I run. Do I just like to eat or am I on to something? You might be on to something. It might be your body telling you, hey, you know, it's doing work. It's trying to rebuild, so give it fuel. So you might be saying that. Um, you also could be uh, getting those food cravings because maybe some of your electrolytes are off. Maybe you're a little underhydrated. I won't say dehydrated, but maybe you just need to hydrate a little bit more or maybe you need some more salt, that kind of thing. So uh, I generally say, uh, you know, within reason and, and in moderation, I generally like to listen to my cravings. So if my cravings are for like junk food, every once in a while I'll say, all right, let's have some junk food. I, I, you guys know what I've, or I've been very open about what I eat. So I give into that craving a little more than I probably should. <laughs> but, um, you know, I feel like if you've got a weird craving, like kind of like pregnancy craving kind of thing, you know, like they always say that like women when they're pregnant, although my wife never had it. But when some women are pregnant, they crave weird combinations of stuff. I always feel like that's your body saying like, hey, give me a thing. I need certain things. We're low on stuff. So here's the here's our ideas. Here's our suggestions. 
You know, CB76 says, I crave beer. <laughs> that one maybe you do in a little bit more moderation. <laughs> awesome, that's so funny. Um, Greg Itahara says, fun run equals run with the Kofuzi. Yeah, we'll have to do that sometime. I look forward to when we can do that. Um, I think that, you know, I'm probably going to try and do something like that for Chicago once we feel comfortable doing group runs again. But I'm guessing that we won't be able to do that first one, like, at the lakefront. I think that's going to be the last place to open up along the lakefront, uh, in, like, Chicago, one of the last places. Um, Blasgrabnar says, have to go see. I hope my dreams won't be weird from that voice loop from before. I hope not either. Uh, I'm going to have to listen to that. And... Um, Maybe I'll try to get a recording of it and put it into the li- for, for the podcast at the end there. Um, <laughs> Super Small says, Barkley got bought out probably time. Did it really? Wasn't it just the, um, that was just the, uh, um, was it, it was Gary Robbins? That was his April Fool's joke, was it? Or did it really get, I don't think it really got bought out, did it? Um, yeah, Tom Anderson, it was an April Fool's prank by Jimmy O'Curry and Gary Robbins. That's why. that's what I thought, yeah. Um, Nick Zink says, newbie here, how to start running if my record is 400 to 500 meters? Then I feel sick afterwards for an hour and a half. I'll say slow down and run more. So that's one thing I would say. You know, uh, run for, if, if you're a beginner, if, you're, um, if, you're, if you think you're a newbie, then I would say, um, you know, run for time and not distance so much. And so if you want to run for 10 minutes for the day, you know, run out in one direction five minutes, keeping in mind you got you want to try to run or run walk the entire way back. Um, and then, you know, slowly do that a couple days, then get further and further and further. Um, and do run walks. I agree with that, Sagnik uh, Bhattacharya says. Awesome. All right, let's go to question number five for today. Okay, so the Boston Marathon started in 1897, making it the U.S. oldest marathon. What year did the New York Marathon start? That's the curveball. Um, what year did the New York Marathon start? Now, keep in mind there have been marathons in New York, but as like the New York Marathon. Like, I don't know if it was run by the New York Roadrunners. It was maybe New York Roadrunners Foundation. I think that's how it started out. I don't know if that's necessarily the organization, but the race that's known as the New York Marathon, when did that start? We've got a variety of answers. Jody coming in 1972. Tom Anderson says 1957, Sagnick says 1970, we got 46, 12, total guess from Donovan Hornbeck, 1965, and Cody Davis nails it on the head, as did Sagnick, 1970, yeah, we got a lot of 1970s coming in, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so Jody Run says um, 50 years, there's no 50-year run, so it's 1970, interesting, yeah, I didn't even think about that, that's crazy. Yeah, 1970. So it's weird to think about that um, it took over almost 100 years for there to be a New York marathon. Although, like, I, I, was, I was reading and doing some research on that one. There was apparently uh, a marathon type of event. Because remember, we talked about how, like, 1896 in Athens, that was, like, the 40K marathon, right? So um, there was another event uh, that... So there, there was the Summer Olympics in 1896 in Athens... And then the Boston Marathon was April of 1897. That fall, in the interim, there was a marathon event in New York. It started in Stamford, Connecticut, and ended in the Bronx. But I don't know why that didn't like become. I think that was like I think that was like a one and done event. Um, and then there were other like I think marathons in New York that happened, but it wasn't like the New York Marathon. So that was eight. It was 1970, which is pr- pretty young. 
Yeah. So like I was surprised that I didn't I had no idea. Although I guess like if you had if you had signed up for it and you were ready and excited to run like the 50th running of the New York City Marathon, you probably knew that really well. Um, Shannon Size says, "Have you ever researched the 1904 Olympic Marathon in St. Louis? So crazy and interesting. I have I have not." You know, when I lived in St. Louis, um, everyone spoke a lot about like, because they had the World's Fair as well. And so it was like a big year for St. Louis. And um, a lot of St. Louis still has like a lot of like the, the sequelae, I guess, of um, it was like the sequelae of like uh, what had happened uh, at the World's Fair, so like a lot of the mansions and stuff were like still there, and like the Forest Park was a big part of it. Um, people still talk about like the World's Fair in St. Louis. At least they did when I lived there back in like the turn of the century. I'm gonna I like saying it like that because it makes it sound really old timey. I mean, I guess it is because it was like 18 years ago. But um, uh, yeah, people still talked about it like almost 100 years later. A lot. Um, it was weird. Um, in his number says 1970 can't be 50 years ago. That would make me <laughs> 51 this year. Oh, I am. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Time flies, right? Um, it's crazy. Um, like all of a sudden, like it went from, I would say for me, it went from me being like, yes, I am in my 20s, like being like the super young looking guy um, to then being like, oh, I guess I'm in my, I'm, I guess I'm middle aged now when I was like in my mid 30s. And now I'm being like a 40 year old person. I'm like, oh, I guess like saying that I'm middle-aged is true, but maybe being a little bit generous at this point. I don't know. Um, so it's, it's strange. Time, time really does fly. Uh, Super Small says, the only reason that the Olympics were in St. Louis was because of the World's Fair. It was not the first choice. Yeah, I, I mean, can you imagine like how, like, diff like what a weird time that would have been for the city in St. Louis to have both of those at the same time? Um, the thing, the main takeaway that I have from the St. Louis uh, World Fair is the Ferris wheel. It was the Ferris wheel there, right? And the ice cream cone, like the waffle cone, were invent or like debuted there. And I think it's just weird that like that's where like foods were like debuted, it's like an auto show kind of thing. Funny, um, but yeah. Um, Greg says Chicago Lakefront might open as soon as June, but would limit. Says the mayor. I know she was like hinting at something earlier. She says. But I, I don't know. I have a feeling like they'll they'll try that and then they'll be like, nope, we're not gonna let that happen. That, that was, we tried it and you guys like uh, abused it and so we're not gonna let you do it. I have a feeling that's what's gonna happen. I hope that's not what happens, but I just don't know. Um, I saw one of my friends, uh, she posted a sign, uh, a picture of a sign. They're up in Seattle. It's my friend that I ran the tunnel marathon with, his family. They were out uh, walking some trails out in Seattle, and there the signs say, keep it moving, which I'm like, oh, I like that sign. Because then the sign underneath it says, like, no no, like, no like gathering, no large groups. You know, like, if you're on the trail, you know, keep moving through it, um, which I feel like is that. I like that mantra. I like that better than stay home, stay safe. I like that. And I feel like, you know, I read the, Greg sent me the link to the um, CARA proposal, the Chicago Area Runners Association proposal to open up the lakefront, making it so that way people that are passing, it would be permitted for people to pass through it and like use the trail. And I think that that would be, that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, game theory also makes sense. But like people aren't rational beings. And so game theory is a great theory, but it doesn't accurately predict human behavior most of the time because humans are irrational. And, um, 
I think that like if you gave people the option to use the leg front to pass through, uh, yeah, that's one of the like we live in a, we live in a weird 1984 society now. Like the one thing that people wouldn't see a lot of is people using it to pass through. I think that's just how I feel like. Um, Super small saying. Uh, who has Super Smalls, who has the St. Louis connection as well. Says, first, we'll debut at the 1893 World's Fair in Hyde Park, and eventually it was brought to St. Louis for the fair. Yeah, I knew there was also a Chicago connection to it, too. I couldn't remember what, but yeah. Um, yeah. John Harris says, I look forward to hearing the audio glitch in a video and knowing that only the 80 people that were watching the stream know what's going on. I mean, and then I, I, I got to figure out a way to loop that together with, yo, what's going on, and then that weird audio glitch. Because that, the two, like, they're hand in glove, right? <laughs> it fits together. Um, wait, Shannon says that in that marathon that they gave the winner rat poison during the race to give him a little kick. Forget about goose and Gatorade. It's a fascinating story. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm very tempted to make an analogy to Lysol there, but um, I'll, I'll refrain. Try not to get political on these things. All right, let's go to the bonus question real quick because we're going, getting a little long today. I always like to do bonus. So, um, I mean, I guess, I mean, it's a nice segue. So let's say uh, the question, I don't, I don't know like if this is an officially correct answer. I've done some research. I couldn't find anything later. If you guys can find anything later, let me know. What was the date of the last marathon? And I think there were a couple held in the US in 2020. What was the date of the last marathon in the U.S. in 2020? Because remember, I, you know, as I was like thinking back on the year, I was like, well, I went to Austin. Um, there was a marathon then. I did the Houston Marathon in January. Then I was in Austin in February. Then I was in Atlanta. And the trials were on the leap year day, February 29th. But um, then the Atlanta Marathon was March 1st. I was like, was that the last day? So March 1st was a, was a Sunday for reference. So if you want to like kind of guess a date and when in March it was. Martha, Martha guessed LA Marathon. What day was the LA Marathon? Did that one go? Did that happen this year? I thought it was canceled this year. No? Anyone know? Um, motivation Theory Running Olympic Trials is a very good guess. And for a while, I thought that had to have been it, but that wasn't it. There was some more. Um, Jen from Wa says LA went on March 8th, um, but that was not the date. I was able to find a couple. They aren't huge, but I was able to find two that were later than that later than March 8th. Um, the date that I have is March 15th. Yeah, Matthew Wenzel coming in with March 15th. Um, and there was two. There was one in Long Beach, California, which I looked at some of the race photos and it looked like it was like 20 people that got together with a couple of flags at the start. So I'm not sure if, I wasn't able to look at any results at it because I think it's, for privacy reasons, since there's only like 20 people, I think the, like you have to, the only way you could search the results is if you had a name to search by. So I didn't see any results, but that went on the 15th, as well as the, um, and I think that was the Rock St. Patrick's Day Marathon in Long Beach, California. And then also on March 15th, the Virginia Creeper Trail Marathon. The winner came in at 2.47. So, um, Shannon says, I'm thinking a tiny one in Iowa or something. That would be a real good guess. But Iowa is not so um, great of a place to run in March. So like the one that I found in Virginia, March 15th, you know, Virginia's could be a pretty nice time to run a marathon in Virginia, March 15th. So 
that's the bonus for today. I didn't want to make it like a downer question, but I felt like, you know, we're talking about marathons. That was, I felt like we talked about the first marathons, then we'll talk about some of the last marathons. Then I guess like I could, we could leave it at like, when do we think the next marathon is going to be? Hmm. Frank said he ran a 50K on February 29th. That's cool. Um, Donovan Hornbeck said 247, pretty impressive for a trail marathon. Yeah, I don't know like how trail it was. You know, like if it was just like on like converted old rail lines kind of thing, or if it was um, like a trail trail marathon. But if it was like a trail in Virginia, could be either way, I think. Depends on how far east in the state you are. But if you're further west in the state, I mean, that could be real hilly. So I don't know. I, I, I think that the 247 sounds right. I remember thinking, that's really fast for a trail marathon. So, yeah. So creeper trail is uh, rails to trail. Oh, okay, awesome, cool, very cool. I didn't know. That, I, I was hoping someone would be familiar with the event here. That is awesome, very cool. Donovan says I'm a new subscriber. Just wondering if you ever run an ultra or consider running one. I've not, and I'm thinking about one now. I think I'm just going to not really run a race, but I think I might do one. I'm, we're getting very close to the 50,000 subscriber mark for the channel, and I thought I was going to run a race in Iowa. A 50k in Iowa and I wasn't gonna tell anyone about it I was just gonna like I was gonna certainly sign up for the event but I wasn't gonna like have a build-up to it or anything like that it was just gonna be like the video on Tuesday you know or, or on it like a random I was gonna ha like run the event film it. I think people would have I don't know if I would have had to have like hidden it on Strava somehow um, but I was just gonna go out there run the event and then like have it just like on the whatever day I hit 50k and release the video that day that was the plan that would have been more interesting. But I, I, don't, I don't know that that race has officially been canceled or not. And Iowa does not have a shelter in place order right now. So I don't know if it can actually go. Um, but I'm probably not going to run one. Let's see. Um, let's see, Luis Becerra says there's a marathon the 24th of May in Wyoming. Hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's, a, that's interesting. Um, See, so come to Virginia and run a 50K with me on the trails. I mean, I hope I can sometime. I would love to. Um, let Martha says, this live stream was a blast, glitches and all. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, for your patience. Sorry about the audio glitches. But I think this is a great way to leave it for today. I had a really great time today with Trivia Tuesday. Um, you guys were really spot on on the trivia. I'm going to have to make it harder for next time. Um, I had a lot of fun. Hope you guys had a lot of fun, too. I'll be back tomorrow. Sun, uh, 6 a.m. on Instagram and 3 p.m. here uh, on YouTube again. Hopefully I can see you again soon. Uh, and hopefully you guys are staying safe on your runs in the meantime. And I will see you in the next one. Thanks, everybody. All right, guys. One last thing before I let you guys go today. I promised you on the podcast that I would let you know the weird glitch that everyone else was hearing that was watching this live. And so I'm going to try to figure out a couple ways to do it. I think just the fast way to do it is for me to have this microphone like by the iPad that I could play back so you can kind of get a chance to hear what was going on and what everyone else was hearing. It look weird with a headband. I've tried it before. Plus, my hairline is receding, so a headband like exact makes that look more receding. Although with the way I cut my hair before and the way it's grown out now, 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 grown out now. And it goes on like that for a very long time, but I'll spare you that. But just so you have an idea of what everyone's talking about, 
that's what you guys missed out on by being on the podcast part today. But I wanted to make sure that since you are listening to the podcast, that you do get a chance to hear it. So uh, hope you enjoyed that. Or maybe you didn't. I don't know. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. But um, that's all I got for today. Thanks, everybody, for making it all the way to the end of this podcast. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.